October 3rd, 2013. This is the Hermetic Hour. I'm your host, Pope Runyon, and tonight we present a dramatic reading of the ritual of the 30th Enochian Aether, Teots, which will include an opening by Watchtowers, a reading of the Call of the 30 Aethers in Enochian and in English, and a reading of Alistair Crowley's vision of the Aether from his The Vision and the Voice, from the Equinox number 5, 1911. We will give a short introduction to the Enochian Aether system and explain how the temple is to be arranged for the ritual. So, if you would like to visit our virtual temple and go on a magical journey with Fabian, the first priest of the Phoenicians, and Therion, the great beast, then, as we said in the abstract, tune in and get enochiated. So, explaining the Aether system of Enochian, I think first we need to, in case, in case, Anyone out there doesn't uh, isn't really familiar with Enochian. Most of you are, of course. We ought to have a brief overview of, of the Enochian system. Dr. John Dee was a prominent scholar, mathematician, astrologer, and uh, was actually the, the royal astrologer for Queen Elizabeth uh, during the final years of the 16th century. This was the time of the Elizabethan Empire and the time of William Shakespeare and uh, the time that we celebrate during the Ren Fairs all over the country and this was that era. At high watermark of British uh, intellectualism and, and arts, arts and uh, and um, John Dee was considered to be the most brilliant scientist and philosopher of his time in England. He he was a, a master mathematician, a navigator, a, a chart maker, an engineer. His stagecraft, some of his uh, special effects for, for the Elizabethan stage were so effective that the, the audiences thought that he actually was a sorcerer even before they found out that, that he was a sorcerer. <laughs> and and uh, he was also a secret agent for Queen Elizabeth on his uh, visits over, over on the continent. Uh, in fact, he communicated with her uh, using the code letters 007. Now, that's probably where Ian, Ian Fleming got the idea for 007 was, was from this. Um, so Dee was quite a, a fascinating character, just a, a, really a giant of his time. But he, he was a very, he was a pious man. He was a Christian, he was pious, but he was an ardent magician. And he honestly believed that, that he could uh, obtain the secrets of the universe by communication with angels. And so he was naturally steeped in the, in the occultism of the day, and quite, very familiar with Cornelius Agrippa and um, and the Kabbalah and Zinidi. Uh But John Dee, unfortunately, was not a natural clairvoyant, and he had to depend, as so many of them did in those days, he had to depend upon... Uh, a psychic, a hired psychic, to do his scrying for him. And he'd been through several of these. Uh, and he finally found the most uh, talented one of the bunch, happened to be about the least uh, morally, uh, well, the most reprehensible, and the most talented was uh, a fellow by the name of Edward Kelly. Now, actually, his name was Talbot, but he called himself Edward Kelly. Um, and he supposedly had had his ears lopped off for a fraud, and so he wore his hair long, kind of a 
kind of a hippie haircut uh, in those days to cover his his lopped off ears. Now we aren't sure that's the case, but but that's that's the rumor anyway. Uh, so what he and Kelly got into was a a program of scrying where Kelly would uh, contact the angels in a crystal or in a dark mirror, but mostly in a crystal. And he would communicate what the angels had to say to Dee, and Dee would scrupulously write it all down. And they developed, over a period of years, they developed uh, a system of magic referred to, that they referred to as Enochian. And after the prophet Enoch, and of course, as you recall, Enoch ascended to heaven uh, back in the... But unfortunately, the book of Enoch was at that time lost. And so they really didn't have too much to go on except what was in the Bible. So they kind of did their own book of Enoch. And they did this uh, by contacting a series of angels, which... Uh, Kelly would uh, see in the crystal. Sometimes they'd hop out of the crystal and dance around on the altar top. And and they'd report this to uh, to Dee. Dee would write it all down very scrupulously and question them and they uh, through Kelly, and, and Kelly would interpret. What they ended up with, to make a long story short, is a whole complete system of magic and a, and a secret angelic language that unfortunately didn't match up with with Hebrew or with Greek or with Latin, because quite frankly, Kelly, although he had some background in alchemy, uh, Kelly was not a classical language scholar, whereas Dee was, of course. And so Kelly had no Hebrew, he had no Greek, and he had no he didn't even have very good Latin at all. And so consequently, Kelly, when the angels delivered this this language. Kelly kind of did it with his own his own grammar machine and his own brain. Uh, you know, Noam Chomsky uh, theorized, and, and correctly so, that we're all born, all of us are born with a grammar machine. Babies will make up a language. <laughs> they don't overhear where they'll make they'll make one up. Uh, we uh, we have this grammar machine, and so Kelly. Without having, uh, if Kelly had been a Hebrew scholar, uh, we probably would have had the tablets in Hebrew. If he'd been a Greek scholar, we would have had them in Greek. But instead of that, we got them in Enochian, which is a language that doesn't quite match up. Uh, Actually, uh, one of my mentors in anthropology, Bob Rabbit, said that he he thought it sounded like Hungarian. it is, but it has a syntax and a grammar. It's a remarkable language, and you can translate it, and you can, you can translate things into it, and you. So it, it's, uh, it, it's become a, a very um, uh, useful uh, magical tool. But what they got was several magical systems, planetary systems. They got, uh, uh, they got uh, various systems, some of which have not. We haven't broken the code on some of them yet, but um, the particular system that we're going to work work tonight is what's called the Aether system. And this is 30 levels of consciousness, like an onion. And if you're in the center, let's say you take the earth and and then you put the earth at the center of an onion and you have 30 rings in the onion, and as you ascend these rings, you're getting further and further away from the mundane and and more and more higher and higher in the spiritual. Now, that's basically what it is, but but strangely enough, when when they first started bringing it out, and developed these four tablets or watchtowers of the universe. Uh, this is not very much talked about these days, and you don't find you don't find people referring to it very much anymore. But the first idea they had with this, and the angels helped them out with it, was that that these thirty aethers or these thirty uh, um, uh, provinces all had these governors, and these governors, uh, they, these, these tablets formed Kamea-like structures. So what you could do is you'd have all these sigils, 
that are derived from various squares in the tablets, signatures of the spirits, so to speak. And you ended up with with 90, uh, 90 some different governors uh, for these these four tablets. And somehow or other, they just they determined that these uh, governors could be applied to various countries all over the world. And so the system began to take on, as it developed, it began to take on political connotations. In other words, if you uh, if this was to be believed, then uh, if you mastered this system and you had these governors, you could, you could invoke these governors, you could get them to uh, do various things for you in the various countries that they controlled. Now, this ended up being called terrestrial victory, um, and that was uh, the, the, the title for the, 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 the book on this. And so Dee and Kelly actually, on one of their uh, tours over the continent, they actually tried to sell this system over in Poland as a political, as a political engine. Uh, the Poles weren't interested in it too much, and, and I think... Uh, probably because the, the particular Polish nobleman they were dealing with really didn't have the clout at court that they thought he had anyway. But but uh, we don't know, actually, we do not know when uh, the concept of the 38ers became switched over from being uh, applicable to uh, all the various countries of the world to being an ascension from the mundane sphere, what we would call Malkuth, all the way up, all the way up to the highest realms at the top. When that when that occurred, or it's possible that both aspects were were uh, were possible, but it's never been quite carefully explained. Somewhere at a certain point. And uh, I know the Aram Salas has, they have a whole set of the governors doing all sorts of mundane stuff like a grimoire, frankly. Uh, so we have to, as far as I can tell, we, we need to give Alistair Crowley the credit for, um, for making this into a spiritual, a system of spiritual ascension. And, uh, you know, and yet he doesn't particularly... Uh, claimed that he was the one that discovered this. He did it, and he did a marvelous job of scrying these aethers, and that's his masterpiece, by the way, is uh, this book, The Vision of the Voice, that we're going to read from tonight. Uh, this is Crowley, considered to be Crowley's masterpiece, and when he, he reported his visions uh, in all the way up from Teyots to Lele up at the top. And, uh, and yet, I don't recall Crowley ever trying to take credit for, for determining that uh, this was the way the aether should be used. So he, yeah, maybe he got it for somewhere. But regardless of that, it seems to derive from Valentinian Gnosticism. And the reason for that is this. Valentinian Gnosticism, which is also practiced by Val Valentinian's disciple Marcus, had a system of 30 ascending aeons, whereas all the rest of the Gnostic systems only had 10 aeons. Now, let me make sure that you understand that we're not talking about, about the spheres and the tree of life, and we're not even talking about the four worlds of the Kabbalah, but that's about the best analogy, if you want to, is ascending up through the four worlds. But we have 30 acres, so we, have, we don't have the, uh, a clear division uh, between uh, four worlds of the Kabbalah, um, and yet that is kind of what we're doing. We're, we're to apply these aethers to, to the, the spheres, like you could ascend the, the tree of life with them. Now nobody's quite managed to do that yet. There've been some attempts, but uh, because for one thing, Enochian uh, alphabet has 19 letters, not, not 22, and uh, we have various theories on how to match Enochian and Hebrew up. But, you know, you have to take your choice on that. Anyway, Enochian is a complete system. I would, I've been, I'm not claiming to be an Enochian expert. I think I'd, I would defer in that respect to Lon Duquette 
Um, definitely. Uh, and he is, he is an expert. But I have been practicing, you know, in a limited way. I've been practicing and, and, and teaching well, the Aether system for about 35 years and not a lot of them. And um, so I think I'm pretty familiar with, with how the Aether system works. And so um, with this idea tonight, what we're going to do is we're going to describe exactly how we set the temple up uh, for doing this. And that's not the way other people do it. We, we have our own way of doing it. And um, you may, other people may disagree. And um, we'll describe how we set it up. And then we will, we will hang the tablets around the, the altar. And then we're going to do what's called a watchtower opening. Now, these tablets are referred to as watchtowers of the universe. Now, let me explain a little bit about the architecture of them so you understand uh, this. And, and um, Back in medieval and Renaissance times, astrologers did horse, square horoscopes, by the way, too. They, they had a tendency to want to take all the fire signs and put them in one area and all the air signs in one area and all the earth signs in, in one area and the water signs in an area, and, you know, water in the south, air in the east, uh, earth in the north, uh, fire in the south. But this is three signs each ganged up together in these tablets. So when you stand in the center of the circle, you may be symbolically in the center of the universe, and you could say these are the watchtowers, but, but this is not, this is not, you're not standing inside the celestial sphere. You're not, because you're, it, it's been, it's been, it's been fractalized. It's been, it's been dismembered and re, and reconfigured. Now, uh, whether or not, I don't, I think that, that the human brain can straighten this out in, in, a, in a way, this, uh, because Enochian is very, very similar to, to uh, computer software and the way it works. Uh, so the brain can, figure, can, can get this unscrambled. But the conscious mind has a difficult time with it. And so um, to try to, to do a direct analog like they were doing and trying to do in terrestrial victory, they can't do it because you can't just apply the, the tablets ganged up the way they are in their primary signs directly to the surface of the earth, which they were trying to do in originally terrestrial victory. This is one of the reasons why the Aether system is, is actually uh, far, far better and, and, and more valuable, doing it, ascending the Aethers this way than trying to make a, uh, a terrestrial victory thing out of it. And uh, so with that in mind, um, what we do, we take all the fire signs, put them in the south on one tablet, and these tablets are like, they're like Kameas. They're like crossword. They look like a crossword, big crossword puzzle. But they have Enochian letters. Now, in the outer uh, temple, before people are properly initiated into this system, the tablets and the letters in the cells of the tablets are all in English. When you really start working these, these tablets, they're all, all these characters are in Enochian. And they're in flashing colors, predominantly the color of the, of the tablet. So you have all the, um, all the fire signs are over in the south, and then you have all the water signs um, in the west. And the earth signs are in the north, and the air signs are in the east. And, and um, then above the altar, hanging above the altar, is what's called the Tablet of Union. Now, the Tablet of Union was originally... A, a cross that goes down between the four tablets and unifies them, but it is the spirit tablet because the tablets themselves are elemental. Now, this is something to remember about the Enochian system. It really is elemental all the way up to the highest level. It's elemental. But the tablet of union is the spiritual tablet. It unites and empowers spiritually the elemental tablets. And it hangs over the top of the altar, at least in our system way of doing it. And below, the, below that, on the top of the altar, the double cube altar, uh, we place what uh, is referred to as the sigil of emeth. 
a sigil of MF is a is a well, it's actually should have a septogram, and it has all of the planetary symbolism in in an oak and everything around it. And then on that we place a dragon stand, and on top of that we place the orb, the scrying orb. So that's the setup, and you operate inside the circle. And you go around to each of these tablets, and you open it up. And you open the tablet up in, in the quadrant all the way around. And, and, and we do this in Tetragrammaton order, so you you skip by the Earth tablet the first time, go to the Air tablet, and then come back to Earth. But that's not too hard to figure out. And then uh, we, we open the tablet of union by two spirit pentagrams. We open by... This is where the so-called greater pentagram ritual came from, by the way. And this is one of the reasons why, I, I, if you're going to do earth pentagrams, even in the lesser pentagram, do them green because, good heavens, you're going to be later on, you're going to be doing these, these pentagrams in the colors of the elements, and you don't want to be, be doing water pentagrams when you're supposed to be doing earth pentagrams. And, and all. Yeah, this is, this is the reason for that. But you're doing... You're opening these these uh, these tablets with what is essentially a greater pentagram ritual, specific to each element, with a pentagram, and then you're doing a active and passive spirit pentagrams with the tablet of union. Then when you get everything opened up, you're you're going to uh, you're going to do the uh, uh, do the key of the acres. You're going to you're going to open the, trace the governors on the tablet. In this case, it's going to be Teitz, the lowest aether is going to be all on the earth tablet, and we'll trace out the king first in the middle. With, and the wand we use, by the way, is the portal wand from the Golden Dawn. It's a four element four element wand with a pentagram uh, on the top of it. It's very easy to trace sigils with. It's a portal wand, and so we're going to then trace the sigils of the governors on the tablet, and after we've done that, roll the king out of the center, and then we're going to, um, you know, proceed to um, do the call of the thirty acres. I'm going to do it uh, first in English, and then I'm going to do it in Anokian to to get the, the full effect of this. And uh, then, then. Uh, we are going to sit down, do the entrance chant, and scry on the on the orb, and and as the entrance chant uh, concludes, we'll close our eyes and we will go and we'll fly right into the orb and we'll meet Alistair Crowley and he will conduct us on a tour of the Aether. So that's the plan. Now, so let's go on into the temple. And having opened the temple, uh, we will, uh, and the tablets are all set up, and, and the incense we'll use, by the way, for this uh, is primarily we're doing this in Malkuth, and so, you know, if, if we could actually attribute Malkuth to it. So incense of Amber Mellon will do fine. I mean, that's, uh, that'll do fine. And uh, so we will, uh, we will take our position in front of the fire tablet in the south and that's where we'll start and hang on a second and I will we'll get started here opening my watchtower at the fire tablets so we start at the top uh, we're facing the fire tablet we start at the top the spirit the top down toward the down toward the fire leg that's on the right and we make a flaming scarlet pentagram as we pronounce Right side. Embe 
Those are This is the only one that has four. The rest of them will have three. Now I'm going to read the call of the 38ers in English first, and then we'll do it in Anokian. Oh, you heavens which dwell in the 30th air, which is Tegich, you are mighty in the parts of the earth, and execute the judgment of the highest. Unto you it is said, Behold the face of your God, the beginning of comfort, whose eyes are the brightness of the heavens, which provided you for the government of the earth and our unspeakable variety. Furnishing you a powerful understanding to dispose all things according to the providence of him that sits upon the holy throne and rose up in the beginning, saying, The earth let her be governed by her parts, and let there be division in her, that the glory of her may be always drunken and vexed in itself. In the course of her let it be run with the heavens, and as a handmaid let her serve, serve them one season. Let it confound another. And let there be no creatures upon her or in her the same. And all her members, let them differ in their qualities. And let there be no one creature equal with another. The reasoning creatures of the earth, let them vex and weed out one another. And the dwelling places, let them forget their names. The work of man and his pomp, let them be defaced, the buildings of him, let them become caves, for the peace of the field confound the understanding with darkness, for why it repenteth me I made man, one while let her be known another time a stranger, because she is the bed of a harlot, and the dwelling place of him that is fallen. Ye heavens arise, the lower heavens underneath you, let them serve you. Govern those that govern, cast down such as fall. Bring forth with those that increase and destroy the rotten. No place let it remain in one number. Add and diminish until the stars be numbered. Arise, move, and appear before the covenant of his mouth, which he has sworn unto us in his justice. Open the mysteries of your creation and make us partakers of the undefiled knowledge. Now let's do this in an again. Madria Xtis Parif Dayats Chis Mikalosa Nir Kaosa Gon Fisis Malzis Ras Yaida Nonka Golim Mikmadoyan Madaun Liorm Suma Oaumachis Luk Kiftian Pripso Dis Abra Asa Nonchik Nita Aim Kast O Untilim Advanete Tamros O what non chifat gimme kaze om la rasata tuflo marim yare ido ego on torzuta io dave go kauski tabaun Sanirun Christos, your polil, theobel, most dear, theib, no alin paid, or saba, ondon, winni, jailana, elzate, theib, parmigay, peripsax, odna. Quirist, Boapis, 
goeth forth to judge the world. One light, let it become a thousand, and one sword ten thousand, and no man hiding from my father's eye in the day of judgment of my God. And let the gods hide themselves. Let the angels be troubled and flee away, for the eye of my father is open, and the book of the aeons is fallen. Arise, 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 let the sights of the sight of time be extinguished, let the darkness cover all things, for my father goeth forth to seek a spouse to replace her who is fallen and defiled. Seal the book with the seals of the stars concealed, for the rivers have rushed together, and the name of yod heh is broken in a thousand pieces against a cubic stone. Tremble ye, O pillars of the universe, for eternity is in the travail of a terrible child, and she shall bring forth a universe of darkness, when shall be forth a spark that shall put his father to flight? The obelisks have broken, the stars have rushed together, the light hath plunged into the abyss, and the heavens are mixed with hell. My father shall not hear their noise. His ears are closed, his eyes are covered with the clouds of night. The end, the end, the end, for the eye of Sheba hath opened, and the universe is naked before him, for the aeon of Saturn leaneth toward the bosom of death. And the angel of the east hath a book of red written in letters of blue, A, B, F, M, A, in an Okean. The book grows before my eyes and filleth the whole heaven. Within it is written, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. I see above the book a multitude of white-robed ones, from whom droppeth a great rain of blood. But above them is a golden sun having an eye, whence a great light cometh. I turned me to the south, and I read therein, Seal up the book, speak not that which thou seest, and reveal it unto none. For the ear is not framed, shall hear it, nor the tongue can speak it. O Lord God, blessed, blessed, blessed be thou forever. Thy shadow is as great light. Thy name is as breath of love across the worlds. And a vast swastika is shown unto me behind the angel with the book. Rend your garments or the clouds, uncover yourselves for the love of my son. Who are they that trouble thee? Who are they that slew thee? O light, come thou, who art joined with me to bruise the dragon's head. We who are wedded, and the earth perceiveth it not. <laughs> oh, that our dead were seen by men, that they might rejoice in my fertility, that my sister might partake of my great light. O oh, light of God, when wilt thou find the heart of man? Write not. I would not that men know the sorrow of my heart. Amen. And then I turned me to the west, and the archangel bore a flaming book, on which was written A-N in Enochian. Within was drawn a fiery scorpion, yet cold with all, until the book of the east be opened, until the hour sound, until the voice vibrate, until it pierce by depth. Look not on high, look not beneath, and for thou wilt find a life which is as death, or a death which should be infinite. For thou art submitting to the four, five thou shalt find, but seven is lone and far. O Lord God, thy spirit, hither unto me, for I am lost in the night of infinite pain. No hope, no God, no resurrection, no end. I fall, I fear. 
O Savior of the world, bruise thou my head with thy foot to save the world. And once again I touch him whom I slew, that in my death I feel the radiance of the heats of the moving of thy robes. Let us alone. What are we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Go, go. If I keep silence, or if I speak, each word is anguish without hope. And I heard the aether cry aloud, Return, return, return. For the work is ended, the book is shut. And let the glory be to God, and the blessed forever in the aeons. Amen. Thus far is the voice of Terence, and no more. And so... We come out of the aether, bid our guide, the shade of Alistair Crowley, fond goodbye, thanking him for his for his inspired guidance, and we close the fair tablet. We go first. To the fire tablet, as before, and do a closing pentagram from the fire, water, and love to spirit. O ye bete circle around to the water tablet. Em and we circle all the way around to the air tablet. O ye with what they 
what they believed was the most mystical book in the Bible. And, of course, at the time it was. And so uh, one thing also that we should uh, realize is that you should be able, if you're going to do this kind of thing, you know, I'm not going to say don't do this at home because, my gosh, if you can build all these tablets and everything else, you certainly ought to do it at home. But, uh, but be aware that you need to have the skill and training to be able to, to detach your consciousness uh, or at least simulate the detachment of your consciousness. Get it inside the ball. The ball becomes the universe, and that, and that, uh, and you're, of course, in hermetic philosophy, this is the center of the universe. Transfer that, that cross inside your head where, where things come together and transfer that into the ball. And one of, one of the best ways I've found to do that is to, is to, uh, when you start, you know, really going into your trance, uh, slowly close your eyes and, and actuate your spirit body. And have your spirit body, your small spirit body, go and 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 make the the orb becomes bigger and bigger, and your little spirit spirit body goes into it, and you project it in there. And that is the way that that I would recommend that you do it. Now, um, this is is a you know a, a kind of a dramatic uh, reading that we've done this evening, uh, and we occasionally we will do this. We will because. You know, you really need to need to get the idea. We, we talk about theory of magic all the time, like we do on this show. But I think we ought to also have the you know have the actual experience of the of the drama itself. And so we'll be doing this from time to time. We'll be doing actual magical operations like this. Let us know. Give us some feedback. Let us know how you liked it. And and uh, you know, if you'd like more of this sort of thing. Uh, we can certainly and we can certainly do it. So in the meantime, uh, next week, uh, next week we're going to see if we can get a get a guest and uh, a guest speaker and and uh, who and we can't say who we play yet. But next week we'll have a we'll have another uh, we'll try to have an important guest. So until then, uh, good magic.